More Than a Masters podcast. I am your host, Maine. I got Bailey in my lap. Okay, good girl, good girl. Hey, now you can talk. All right, before I get into this episode, I want to thank everybody for listening to the last couple episodes I put out. Uh, they've been doing really, really well. Um, from the Side Jews episode up until the last episode I did with uh, Christian Keelan, um, uh, which was which did really well. Actually, um, did real great at hundred hundred something listens within the first two a few days. So that was that was good um, for for my audience as well. Um, I don't want to overwhelm my audience with just sports stuff, um, which is why I, I kind of held this podcast right here for a little bit. I did this um, about two weeks ago, I want to say. About two weeks ago, I did this. I thought it was dope. We had a dope, dope, dope vibe. Um, and I know, that, I know Kobe, so um, this episode is going to be real real dear to me. I, I'm going to work it for a minute. Uh, okay, baby. We get you. We get you. Okay. Um. <laughs> But just, I want to say my audience real quick. Um, anybody that's been that emailed me, just email um, more tt masters at gmail dot com, more tt masters at gmail dot com, or you could just hit me up on a more than a master, more than a masters Facebook page. Which I've been getting a lot of email, a lot of messages. Um, for some reason, it don't notify me right away, so I'm not not ignoring messages, but I also. I see them, you know, but I'm going to respond to um, all the messages I got. Uh, a lot of episodes I got in the works. A lot of people are hit me up to do episodes, so that's a good thing. Um, like I said, I want y'all to follow that page because, you know, I, I put a lot of content on that page. I got videos that I, have, I haven't spoke about, um, just things on there that I've done just visual, visual-wise that I haven't spoke about, and they're on that page. So it's real essential that uh, my audience follows that page if you if you are on Facebook, if you're not. Uh, I do post a lot of them videos on Twitter as well, um, but you know on Twitter you only could do twenty, you only could do two minutes and twenty seconds, so uh, you kind of get what you get on that. Um, that's really I wanted to get into this episode, man. So please enjoy. Uh, I feel like he dropped a lot of jewels. We spoke for over, a little over an hour, so it wasn't it wasn't too too long, about an hour and six minutes. He dropped a lot of knowledge. You know, so I learned a lot. Uh, you know, the first fifteen minutes I kind of paint a picture of him, so I want y'all to get into it. Let me know what y'all think. Uh, give me feedback. Um. Like the page, uh, share it, send it to a friend of yours. If you're working out, listen to it. If you have a job, listen to it. Just give me feedback, please. More Than Masters Podcast, man. Mic check, mic check, mic check. All right, I'm straight. More Than Masters Podcast. It's your host, man. To the left of me, I got Kobe Harris. Um, First of all, I want to say that when I started the podcast, before I started, you was one of the, I told three people. You was one of the three I told I was doing it. I wanted to get you on. It's been over a year, so you know what I'm saying I ain't, I ain't forget about you. It's just that um you were doing your thing, and um I wanted to make sure when they did that it made sense. Right. Whenever I, the the people that I had in mind, the, the the people I had in mind to interview, I wanted to make sure when I did it that I did it right. You know what I'm saying I didn't want to sure. rush it and just you be a test run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did the test runs. They don't know who they are, but I did test runs already. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they worked out good. So God bless them. You know, God bless me. <laughs> right, um, <laughs> right, right, right. But um. You somebody that um I knew for a long time. First, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start off good. All right. So I knew you since I was 12. I want to say. Sure. I came down for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with my cousin Carl. I knew you from my cousin Carl. Right. And um, that's back when he was going with Tamar. Right. All right. Uh, <laughs> and you live right by, behind them. Mm-hmm. We play basketball there every day. So yeah. that, remember that? I don't know if you remember that day. If he was there, the day he broke his nose. Or the, the rim had fell on his nose. And Carl. Broke. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember that. 
so I was that's the summer I met y'all that okay. summer okay okay and um that was a funny day because he was trying to fight and his nose was broke everybody <laughs> like why are you trying to fight him for your nose is broke <laughs> shout out to Carl man um but yeah <laughs> even from then like, you always been somebody that was I guess you could say quote unquote popular like and you was known you know what I'm saying because I remember I, I got a memory so I'm gonna tell you right now the thing <laughs> I remember you said yeah. you might remember and you was like you was talking to man you and them you was on a porch because you never really came on their porch a lot back then. Right. It's most when we came from basketball, that's when you see you. Mm-hmm. And you was like how, you know, it's got to the point you was in school at this point that people say stuff to you and you don't know they are, but you just speak to them because sure, it's sure. in school. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I remember thinking like, this nigga must be real popular. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> well, I'm from New York. So I'm like, <laughs> why, why are these people so? speaking to him and they don't know him? What, what, the, <laughs> what the hell you got going on? <laughs> and um, I just remember popping them saying like, well, Carl, I call him Pops, my cousin. But I remember them saying like, you know, nah, he just, he just popular. You know, he play basketball, you know um, I want to start saying like you are what number of how many? Because a lot of oh, you, it was a lot of brothers. I'm the middle, so I'm the middle of nine. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm the you, middle of nine. I want to start off with this because I want to make sure people know exactly who you are, like why maybe your views are way your views will be on certain things. Sure. You grew up, from my understanding, you correct me if I'm wrong, a little different, in a sense of most people grow up, like in our community at least, with their mom raising them. Sure. And sure. the dad probably come around getting weekends. Right, 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 right. But you grew up and your dad raising you. Right. That was different. I never yeah. seen that. When people was telling me that, I was like, no. You know, like. <laughs> that don't nah, exist, right? That don't exist. <laughs> Not where I'm from. I'm like, what they mix with? Why, 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 why the dad there? You know what I'm saying? So um, just speak on that for a minute. How was that coming up? Being in the middle of not. And it's all boys, I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all Jesus boys. Christ. It's all boys, man. Look, man, we grew up. Um, Middle of nine nine brothers. Um, when I was about five or six, my mom left. Um, her and my dad was going through some domestic issues, and um, she decided to leave. Uh, whatever motivated that, um, and you know, we, I think uh, the tough part about us growing up was like was that. How we was gonna eat? <laughs> like, like, I think that was the main thing. It's like it's you got, you y'all. got, you got, you got all these kids to feed, right? And then like, who gonna eat first and all that, you know? So I, I think that was that was the tough part um, for us. But you know, growing up, man, we we didn't know if I didn't know any different. You know what I'm saying? It didn't like, seem odd to you. Yeah, it didn't seem odd. It was it was just it it was what it was. It's was like we was the dudes. Even though to other people it was like, ah man, they they got the wrecking crew. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> to us, it was just us. Like we were we were bad, definitely that. But at times, I don't think we knew we were bad. It was just um, we were just trying to survive mainly. How um how has it how has it been? Because I've been down for a minute now, so I've been down long enough to to see a lot of things unfold. Just with your family as a whole, right? Um, from, I mean, like I said, it was just funny me knowing you because you used to when I first came down, you cut my hair. You used to cut my hair, right? Right. So right. that's when that's how it really <laughs> like I knew you already, but I didn't know you know you. Right. And then cut your hair. You know, we had a conversation and stuff. I remember you telling me the conversation that your, I mean, your dad had about how when he finally having a baby and everything, how, how, that's just a funny story you were telling me. Uh, so it's still my funny stuff that I just remember just, you know, from you. And that's why it's so hard for me to interview because, like, I'm like, well, damn, what do I want to ask him? What, what, what I want to go with? You know what I'm saying? Um, so I just want to ask, like, what's, what's one thing, I guess, growing up that you 
maybe didn't value first, but you value now being in the middle of nine boys. Right, right. You know, I, I think for me, like, the one thing that I didn't I didn't value was that um, my wisdom. And maybe maybe I had a lot of wisdom then. Maybe I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I knew I was always the kid who would motivate people, um, give people advice, things like that. I knew a lot of that was going on. Um, but I just didn't understand what the gift was or what the purpose of it was or who I was designed to be. So I would find myself um, offering advice. I would find myself um, helping people out with their situations and then having a different angle than the average person at my age. And, like, um, now I kind of – I really see the, the gap. Um, certain things happen in my life to, I guess, encourage – the speed of the gap, but now I really see the gap because of where I am, um, the things that I do, um, the motivation that I have, the drive, the ambition that I have behind it. I, I I really see it moving in a different direction. And then I think the one thing that I notice sometimes is frustrating when I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, it's that easy. Like, this is what you should do. <laughs> and they're like, nah, it's, not that, it's not that easy. <laughs> so, so, um, that's one thing that, that I remember, man, that, um, I, I undervalued then it was like, it wasn't a thing. And now like, it's really a thing because I mean, people come around and they want this information and, um, wherever it comes from, I don't know. A, a lot of times it's, it's, Correct, true. Oh, yeah, I see. I, I've seen you like dibble and dab in a bunch of different, um, you know, I would say entities that just right things that could possibly make money from. I remember. I mean, I I, I probably found my laptop. I got songs with you on them. Sing like you. I know you did. You right, were doing right. music at one point. Right, um, right, right. I remember. Yeah, and it's funny. You. Always, I think you always been a motivator in some sort because. Like I said, any, any any memory I have of you, pretty much, is like you was talking at the time. You know, what sure, I'm you was, sure. You was kind of put people up on game, right? And I remember at one point you was trying to get. I remember my my cousin and having your brother to come do. I think y'all were doing some cleaning stuff or some flooring business thing like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. It was working for you. It seemed like it was working for them. But I, I, yeah, the difference there is that fact that you're not willing. You, you're willing to put in the work. Right. You're not right. scared to put that extra work in. Or right. we talked earlier about jumping out and doing this, doing that. Right. So right. working for you. They might have been complaining because they wasn't ready to put that work in. Right. And how hard is it for you to express to people that it's not that easy to? Well, like we just you just said that. Right. I guess like I said, it may be easy for you. Right. Right. But, but not somebody not, else. It's right. hard work. Hard work is easy to me. If you want, right. if you want it, you're gonna do it. Right. 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 How hard is it for you to explain that? But you being actually uh, some sort of a motivational speaker that we'll right. get into in a minute. Right. And you know, I I think I think man, for me, uh, when I share those things or share those. Uh, I try to make it as simple as possible. I think simplicity is your best friend when it comes to business. Um, like with the organization, say no to average. Like it's simple what we do. Fix your phone. Um, it's simple. It's, it's, it's simplicity is your best friend. Like your podcast, more than the masters. It's simple. Yeah, like yeah. And, and simplicity <laughs> wins, right? But I think. Um, because we're complex human beings, that's who we are. The first thing that we do is we want to complex things. We want to make it as difficult as possible. And we do it out of habit. We do it out of fear. We do it out of all these other things that we probably don't know um, um, motivates 
those moves. But like when I'm sharing this with people, it is tough to let people or inform people that um, sometimes my transparency helps when I tell them like, look, I came from nothing. Like I didn't, I didn't have anything. And, but I, but I kept trying, I kept pushing, I kept uh, doing things. Um, And for some of them, uh, I'll say 30, 40% of the people that I motivate or encourage or advise or talk to, like, they get it. The others, it's a lot of other distractions <laughs> yeah. that play into it that's keeping them out of that mindset of progression. So, Speaking of distraction and just I want to make sure I get like, – just within the first uh, 10, 15 minutes, right. just get them more to, to know you. Right. Um, how, hard, how, how hard is it? How hard was it, I guess? Um, because you have encountered with your family and just being, you know, middle of nine. Right. Um, death. Um, right. You, you've lost, you know, some family members along the way, up, even up until now. Right. Um, just recently, um, your dad. Right, right, right. How hard? And then at first, I, thought, I don't know if. For me, I, I remember your brother, Marcus, I believe. Yeah, yeah. This was 06, maybe yeah, 07? 2006, six years later. Um, uh, well, 2006, Marcus uh, died. Um, six years later, Andre died. And then four years later, my dad died. And how close were you? Who, who would you say you were closest with out of those two first? You know, I, I think be, being the middle by default, I was close to everybody. Which yeah, is true, the weirdest, true, true. the weirdest thing. Like um, I was the one that was close to every one of them, and it, it was just weird. Um, even at the times um, when they passed, like we we were, we were close. Me and Marcus, we was, I, he was the next one older than me, um, so we grew up fighting, taking baths, <laughs> all that together. So by default, that's what we were. Um, I think uh, we were the clo- closest. And then with his death, it kind of drew me closer to all my other brothers uh, and, and the rest of my family. Um, when Andre died, we were uh, pretty close. I don't, I, don't, I don't think we were as close as we always been, been at that point when he, when he died, but we were, we were pretty close. And then my dad, we were definitely pretty close. Um, uh, just certain things that I noticed, like uh, – my dad actually went to prison before he died, um, like two years before he died. And he was um, a firefighter, right? Yeah, he was. Okay. He was a firefighter, um, and like he went wrongfully, went to prison. But um, like before he passed, like we were we were close. He would take advice from me, which was a weird thing because it's usually the other way around. But like he would take advice from me and he would use it. So like we were we were tight. Uh, we were we were. I think by the time he passed, we were better friends than we were father and son, which was weird. But that is that's crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy thing because like even being around y'all, I never heard y'all speak ill of him. Like it's like y'all always y'all, it's everything just seemed like close right, with y'all. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And um, even knowing what things I I, I know, you know what I'm saying? Um, with just how y'all how y'all interact, how y'all got along, like certain things y'all would, you know, do and say or whatever the case may be. Right. Y'all all got along, y'all all supported each other. Right. Even even still, just to um, you know, kinda make sure I get everything in there, you have two brothers that but most people would kinda stay away from them brothers. They'd be like, right. Nah, I'm not doing that. But right. I seen you, you hang with them, you joke on them, right, y'all laugh, right, right, like right. I never seen nothing like that before. Right, right, I don't right. I don't know too many people that have right, brothers like right. that, but Right. Where, like, I'm just I'm gonna just speak with Adrian because I, that's when I know, right? right I want to get him on a podcast too. So if you could try to do that, one, uh, set it up at some point, we could do that too. Yeah. That'd um, be awesome. Because he's somebody that 
regardless of how you view him. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it to be funny, but like he'll beat your ass. <laughs> like, like, he, like that's, 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 that's just what he'll do. Yeah, I think I think that's just our upbringing. Our upbringing was like you know it's like if we would have problems and we had problems. We had the problems. If someone else came in, you better yeah, not touch yeah, them, yeah. regardless of we having problems with each Yo, other. It's like I didn't see Adrian chump <laughs> off people that I'm not gonna say any names in here, but it's like you ain't got you ain't valid to talk about. Him. You ain't got you ain't you ain't, you ain't right, got you ain't right. got the condition to talk about him. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, you know I think like. Uh, it, it was at, at first um, tough experiencing because we we went through a time where uh, homosexuality wasn't a thing. You know what I'm true, saying? True, it was like, true. And it was a thing that was forbidden um, at that time. I think it was it was you know we was in the church era, um, and you know it was just a thing that like I didn't appreciate, and I definitely uh, bullied them into situations or I tried to bully them out. And, um, um, you know, I realized that, like, that's not my purpose. Yeah. That's not who, what I was designed to do. And, and who who am I to even think that I had that power? So as I started to grow into my wisdom and understands, like, um, yeah, I started to embrace it. Because to me, um, I mean, they're human beings first. They're your brother's second you know it's like like so when 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 you're family and you don't embrace that then of course the world is not you know what i'm saying so with that situation you felt like you had to not change your view on on particular that particular lifestyle but just did it change what you feel about i guess people living that lifestyle since your brother right it did it did because i i think um um a, a broad perspective my whole perspective uh, change. Um, one of the reasons why is because I think I think what we do, um, and it's kind of going a different direction. I think what we do is sometimes we use the biblical context as uh, as a mandate, or we use it as um, certain things to beat people into a righteous true, way. True, true. Um, when actually, uh, I think the whole purpose of it is to convince you to have a genuine relationship with with God so to me who am I to judge which I don't have the power to who am I to judge a person um, about the way that they live or their lifestyle and um, neglect their relationship with God you know what I'm saying it's it's just like it's one thing that I think of um, with um, uh we was talking about this the other day, and I remember uh, we talked about like how Jesus went into the uh, when D- Jesus was preaching. Um, some of the people was like, "Hey, Jesus," or somebody said, "Jesus, your mother's out there," and he was like, "Who's my mother?" It's like anyone that followed the will of God is my mother or my brother, mm. you know. So, so what I learned is like, Don, nah, you don't, you don't, you don't, um, you don't judge people. Off the surface, you don't judge people from what you what you think you know. Um, the only thing that really should matter is if they got a relationship and, and you believe they have a relationship, then embrace that. And that's what matters. All right, we're going to stop it right there. Then. Um, so far, the episode is going great. I hope y'all love it. I hope y'all listening. I hope y'all just um, taking everything in. I just wanted to, you know, y'all to get a, a visual of this person before he started talking about a lot of things he's venturing in and just talking about 
you know, the, the, some of the juicy won't give us that you'll get into, obviously. Uh, we want to say that we recorded this uh, episode at the Fix Your Phone store located on Peter Road. So, you know, go to Google, type in Fix Your Phone. That's uh, F-I-X-Y-A-P-H-O-N-E, Fix Your Phone. And uh, he owns the Fix Your Phone store. So you take your phone there, your tablet there, your computer there. A lot of Apple products is there, phone cases, everything, fidget spinners, anything that's popping right now. He's selling out the store. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to him again, once again. So shout out to Kobe Harris. And also, while you at it, uh, don't forget to check out the Comfort Zone. Uh, I'll be on the next uh, piece of material he puts out. I don't know how you're going to put out. It's going to be episodes or just a whole big body of work. But Conker Jones is putting out some material, and uh, I'm going to be on that. Me and um, a guest I had on here, Sonia Trimmingham. Um, yeah, we're all going to be on that. So make sure you check that out as well. So check out the Comfort Zone. Make sure you go to the Fix Your Phone store. To fix your phone. I'm pretty sure somebody got some of y'all got cracks in your phone right now. Um, I don't thank God, uh, but I'm pretty sure you do. Stop playing yourself and go to the fix your phone store located on Peter Road. So okay. that's that's why I'm at with it, and 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 because of that, because of that in in um, in my family, it has helped me embrace other people who have the same or 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 similar situations. And I can I can I can I can back up everything you're saying because I've been in you know, the garage or yeah, the garage when you would cut the hair and right. I've seen you and Adrian get into it before and right. I never heard you never been like he never walked on and be like call him a name or right, just that right, third. Right. It just it's just like it's almost like it's just like my brother's like whatever. Right. You're not thinking about none of the other stuff. Right. And that's dope. Um if I got a, Adrian, let me just say this funny like when at the um at the wait uh-huh. when I came and um it's just funny. I, t- I tell everybody this story because like, it's like you, you can't do nothing. It's Adrian. You know what I'm saying? Like he walked past. Like what's up? He said, "I know I seen your ass over there. You still fine." I'm like, "Come on, bro." But you know, you can't. You, I can't be like, "What?" You know what I'm like it's Adrian. You know what I'm saying? Like for one, I, I got mad respect for him anyway. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day, you know, um, I, I don't. I'm like you. I don't judge him. I don't look right, like right, that. Right, so right. and me and him, we talked that whole day for like maybe 40 minutes. We had a good conversation. You know what I'm saying? Right, it was right. it was dope, which made me think about the whole podcast thing because. Regardless of how you view somebody, his outlook on things and just how he yeah. how he how he think, his mind, yeah. and his honesty to everything, right? You can't buy that from some people. You you know, and here's the thing, man. I'm one of those people that believe that we are a spirit. This is our makeup. We are a spirit that possesses a soul that lives inside a body. That's who we are. That's that's what we are. You are a spirit first. The spirit can never die. That's what what you what you are. Um, I believe that um, to come here. To be here in this form, um, like uh, of spirit, that means your spirit is older than what you are currently. When it when it pertains to this world, I believe that you came here with a gift, and you cannot. I don't care who you are. You cannot um, focus on helping people or embracing people to unveil their gift if you are distracted by whatever you believe they are living like on their yeah. lifestyle. It's, 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 it's not relevant, and it shouldn't be relevant, but a lot of people make that relevant, um, and it distracts them from the real size, just like I was talking about earlier. It's like, if that's the first thing that you see, then uh, what about that business that you are trying to build? What about that one thing that you are trying to grow? In your mind, you have cut that person off because you feel like, all right, he, he is this. I don't like this. There's nothing that person could do for me or my business when yeah, they could actually yeah. take your business to a whole another level or be connected to a person who can. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I just think like, you know, 
be for human. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like, don't allow that. Like, uh, when if somebody come into my store, I'm not going. It's not going to be a situation where I'm gonna be prejudiced and be like, nah, I can't take your money. Because yeah, that's crazy. It's like, that's a good, that's a good it's example. Right? It's like, nah, you got to give. Like, your gift is this green at the time. I need this green to keep my lights on. This is what I'm. This is what I'm gonna focus on. So, um, hopefully, this will motivate other people to to be about that. And and it's funny because. It, uh, through all the interviews and, and through all the talks, like I don't, um, I've never really had a chance to, I guess, elaborate on certain things um, when it pertains to my brothers or my family, well, like see, that. that. That's that's one of the reasons why. I mean, people do say I, I do a good job on that, but that's why I try to get some people that not I have to know them. Right. But I want to. I don't have to know you personally, but I want to know things right, about right, you before right, I get right. you. And um, me being around, I've been around for a minute when, when it comes to y'all because. Right. My cousin and your brother were best friends. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. So I only knew y'all when I came down here. And um, I just I was able to see everything from my perspective, my, my view. You know what I'm right, saying? Now right. that I'm doing this, it's a little different. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, and right. Um, and my, 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 my view of you is different because I remember I would, I would see you out. We would, I would, let's say Bala or something like that. Right. And we could stop and talk for five minutes. Right. And it's like even though we didn't have a like, direct relationship, right. I always felt like, you spoke to me because you seen some. I was I was always working. I was always doing this. Right, right, you seen right. a different drive me that right. you might have seen. You know, people that we knew that we were, right, that, right. that had a connect or whatever. And um, that's why I feel like our relationship is still as, right, as good as it right. is because we able to see what we don't want and what we don't want to do or how it is when you don't do this. Right, right. Don't have hard work. Right. And we could, you know, be coming together on that. Yeah. When you were doing say no to average, it um. It didn't. It, it didn't shock me because that's how you always been. Right, right, not right. Knowing you, you always mm-hmm. been working hard, working and wanting to get forward to the next level. Right. So how did that come about? What you doing? Staying on the average and like you had the whole. You got the. I got the shirt on right now, obviously, but you got the the, the band. Right. You had the shirt. You would just come on the strength now. I, ain't, <laughs> I mean, I, I did buy. I, I bought some. Right. Bought some right. Yeah. Store, yeah. But then one time I came to work and Nichelle was like, "Hey, Kobe left this for you." I'm like, "Word." You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it was this shirt right here. You right. It, you just left it with a, with a band. Right. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Um. How you come about with that? And what, what what made that start to say no to average camp? Well, the, the business you got. I I think um one of the things I, I was running into is like you know like you said I, I ran into a unique situation growing up nine brothers my mother left um uh, I got uh, three of my closest people um of uh of that era um I lost three of them in a decade like you know I think for me it was like. Bro, like, you got this wisdom for a reason. You go through what you go through for a reason, uh, for a purpose, for uh, by design. So yeah. by design, I believe that that information needed to be shared. It's like it's not – you don't go through what you go through to be in secret of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go through what you go through to help level somebody up. And um, one of the reasons I started saying no to average – was because well it started as a message you know I was on my speaking room I remember that you were doing Instagram little clips and right right that was, those those you should I don't know if you actually stop stop I stopped being on Instagram but those was like I used to send them to people that's right. that's annoying wow, me. like wow. yo be motivated you be bugging out but right. I get the link and I send it to somebody <laughs> right you know I think um you know I when I was doing well I'm still doing the speaking when I started the speaking thing it was like that was the message but that message carried over I right, throw it on a shirt let me throw it on a shirt and it was like 
right, man, you got to make this thing real. So I was like, all right, let me make it a real organization, a 501c3. Like, and I went through the process. Somebody told me, it's like, yo, it'll take a long time for you to get a 501c3. I was like, all right. And I did it like in six months. Explain to that. Explain to the people that. Because people listen, they're going to ask me questions. Right, right. So a 501c3, right, basically it's a real organization. Because you got a lot of people there, they'll create something. They say, yeah, I got an organization. It means it's valid as far as them verbally saying they have an organization. Okay. Um, um, but me, I went through the work actually creating a real corporation. Like, there's a lot of paperwork involved. Creating a, a real corporation where the government actually notices a corporation. And then going further, going to get a, a 501c3, which like schools, they're 501c3s where you could donate money and get a tax write-off for okay, it. Okay, okay. So, so the 501c3 allow um, people to donate. Like I can just take money from Fix Your Phone and donate it to my nonprofit organization and then – um, fund whatever I would like to fund with the organization because I felt like it, with that opportunity it would give me a lot more leg room to do whatever I want with the community that I'm trying to big up or trying to help. I don't want to like I want to get too far off off the uh, subject when I ask you the question, but how important it is because what you just said there, right. I'm gonna be honest, you like I I never even heard of it. Right, so I asked right, myself, right. I'm not gonna lie, I asked right. myself just now, but how how important is it is it to get the information and have that knowledge? Right. First, because like you said, you got a business now. Right. We're we, we going to get to in a second. Right. But you, use, you can use that to fund your organization that right. you've been doing right. for a minute now. Yeah. So you, you can you take know, a breather from that. You know, I think a lot of people like, you know, you as you know me, like I've never been with like the phony game. Right. And, and if I saw phony, that's what I would shy away from. And I was like. If you're gonna do this thing, let's do it for real. Like, why, why play with it? Like, I don't, I don't play with anything. If I say that this is what I'm gonna do, this is what we gonna do. Yeah, it's like yeah. the same thing. When Michelle gave you the shirt with the band, like I told you, I was gonna do it. So, like, I'm trying. Every day, I'm trying to work on like being what I say I am, right? And I, and I rather not say because you asked earlier, like, how easy is it to get to. Uh, or do the thing that you want to do or, or be the thing that you want to become. I believe it's easier to do that than being phony doing something else. You know what I'm saying? True, Denying, true. like, what you really are. I think it, that's the hardest part. So, for me, I chose the easier route. Somebody asked me the other day, it was like, you working hard? I was like, no. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Like, I'm the laziest businessman you ever going to meet. But for, but for me, I, I created the organization, and I wanted to make it as real as possible. That way... I can get opportunities like I'll, I'll give you uh, one example where where that where that came about right. Um, so we did a code program, and I feel like my background is in coding, programming, things like that. Um, so we did a code program, and I called it Code Like a Girl. And what I wanted to do in my community is teach girls how to code. So I got a team of people, and we were teaching these girls how to code. We partner with uh, a school. I'm not going to plug them in, but we partner with um, a, a nationally known uh um, organization and they actually allowed us to use their facility and their and their uh, equipment to put on this program well it was going so well i believe five five weeks they kicked us out and it was like what like why would y'all had a week walk, left ain't it? like yeah we yeah, had a week left that. like why would y'all kick us out that was like anyway I, I took a blow because i had to pay for the staff and i had to pay 
um, the parents. I gave Man. them actually full refunds. Like so, anyway, uh, which wasn't that much um, as far as what they were paying, yeah, but yeah. it helped because I wanted to expose them to it. Um, prior to that, like maybe two years before that, I did I did one with the Boys and Girls Club. Boys and Girls Club saw the code like a girl being funded. I mean, well, they saw the program. So what they did was the grant team, grant writing team, wrote a grant to the program that I had, Code Like a Girl, and they got the funding for it. Um, and it ended up being, like, five-figure funding. To me, it was like, boom. Like, yeah. the cool thing was that as a nonprofit partnering up with another pro- nonprofit, which is nationally known, and it helped out with the situation. So basically, with the 501c3, it creates the opportunity of you getting funds and money to help your city to the max versus, all right, I got an organization. I want y'all to, no no knocking anybody that does this, but I got an organization and we just going to donate book bags and, 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 you know, that's it. Like, nah, it's like, I'm going to give you things, life skills that's going to turn your entire um, thought process around and put you on the right mindset as far as growth, as far as making um, opportunities for you and your family. So that's what that did. When you did the um, Sending the Average, I remember one time you came inside the store and I was asking what you was doing because you said um, you would go and go to, well, I don't know if you said, you want to you say Butler or? Yeah, yeah, we okay. can say that. Okay. So you you would go to Butler and um you would get some oh thank you you would get some um and drinking water y'all <laughs> I didn't know I drink I got Pepsi in the cut don't get me wrong though <laughs> but um you would go to a Butler and you would get what, what would you call them you would call them like at risk kids maybe or what did you call them? Cause I know it's, it's, it's you don't want to use bad kids yeah. I hate to use that word well well I, I chose to use the language that they were using and and that 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 language was at risk but i think in in our county there's a lot of there's a lot at risk um youth and and basically it means like at risk of failing or dropping out or uh, doing something other than what they should be doing at the time at school you um you had i can't remember exactly what you said but you said you were trying to set up a program where they can get some kind of certificate or something like that or right 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 so um which which we are maybe we're talking about the Cut me in uh, program. Um, it's possible because I because I've written several programs, um, but one of the programs that I, I I've written is uh, called Cut Me In, and basically what the program does, um, it allows every student, mainly men in this situation. But one thing about it is like I don't like boxes, so like um, we do have programs for girls and all of that. So the thing is, uh, what we was doing with Cut Me In was we was giving the well, what we wanted to start. We haven't started it yet. The program is written, but it's just we need the funding and we need everything as far as to right. set it up. Right. But um, so Cut Me In gives young men the opportunity to be mentored by somebody they see weekly. Um, you know, kids now, they get their hair cut like never before now. Um, <laughs> and, and they and they usually stay within the same realm. They only mess with one barbershop or one barber or just a few, if that. You know, back then it was like we would get our hair cuts by anybody, but as long as they, they could cut. But the thing <laughs> is, um, now um, I think like going with that simple, mindset the barbers are the true mentors of the village like the true value 
of the village. That's what they were. They would teach you lessons. It's like the movie Barbershop. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ed, like, like he, he would teach you lessons. That's what they, that's what they were. So me, I wanted to bring that back. How I was going to bring it back. I was going to take about 10 students and I was going to, uh, um, give them, well, five students, no, 10, 10 students. Um, they would pick out, uh, two days or a day at the barbershop. And they would hang out every day at the barbershop. It would be a different group of students every day. And um, I would pick the barbershops that were that were good enough to, like, mentor these kids because all of them are not. That's one of the reasons why some of the programs, where well, the program hasn't been, um, hasn't started yet is because there's a lot of people that aren't, aren't ready as far as what I want to do. So we would give the barbershop a curriculum. We'll talk about, like, manhood today. Okay, and that's what okay. would be the focus for the week. And basically, the barbers would actually mentor each uh, student. And then for the barbershop, how it would help, you got somebody to clean your floors. You got somebody yeah. to help out, wash towels or whatever. But it would teach them principles and values and certain things pertaining to business. But it would also distract them from being in trouble or being in the streets or whatever when it pertains to that. So Cut Me <clears throat> In was like a six-week program. They would do that. And then um, – from there, it would teach them a trade. So if they wanted to go into barbering, why not? Um, let's let's get them a certificate. That's what it was. And yeah, then okay. we'll get them the tools to start barbering. They'll learn. But it would it was more of a barter system to me because it's like there's a lot of these kids that you could talk about. You could say, hey, stop doing that. And then all you're doing is teaching them not to do it around you. That's it. But if you really want them to stop doing it, then trade them. Barter. All right, I'm going to trade you for this. I'm going to give me this gun, and I'm going to give you this. You know, I'm going to give you this job. You know what I'm saying? Or give me this, and I'm going to give you that in trade. So it was on a barter system process, I believe, and I believe it it could work. When you told me that about the about the, um, about that system, it, I thought it was dope because, like, like you said, you can only stop them doing something from when, you, when you're watching, right? Right, So right. they just say... The, let's say they get the trade, but they end up do they end up doing something. Right. They go to, they do they go to jail or something. Like, you know you want to it's at risk. So this is what might come with it. It's, right. it's a possibility, right? Right, right, right. When they get out and they do get the life, they do get the life straight. They get the life together. They they are mature enough to understand where you're coming from. Now sometimes you got to go through things to really see right. what people talking about. Right, right. At that point, they go through it. They come home. They still got that trade. Right. So they can stay, right. they can still turn life around at some right. point. Right. I thought that I thought that was so proactive more, right. more than reactive because yeah. every system be reactive like do this, do this. That's it proactive because it's like do this. Right. I'm not saying you're gonna to do it, but I mean if you off you are at least get this first. Right. Right. And when and, you when you when you get old enough and you trying to understand, you'll have that forever. And the amazing thing is like you gotta. So I mean, it's it's it's, it's no um, no secret. You know, we have mass incarceration when it comes to. Uh, um, black males. You definitely, got a lot of black males definitely. that that actually um, went into the prison system, got a degree, or they got something. Yeah. There's a higher percentage of those that actually did not go back into the system after they got the degree or certificate or whatever that was, versus them that came out with nothing. They actually probably went the, back. Them the numbers was, you won't see though. You right. Know what I'm you got to find those. Yeah, numbers. you you do. So to me, it was like it's, that makes perfect sense if you're looking for for change or you looking for progress and then like one of the things you, you're talking about being proactive like that's I man look we live in a world where that's the first thing we're reactive to everything 
right? Yeah, I mean, you, and, you have to be behind. Yeah, you are. And then, and then another thing that we do is we criticize the things that we don't understand. And 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 because of that, it promotes or encourages the idea of being behind. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, cause, yeah. Because you don't have to, you don't have to have the motivation or the strength to step out there to be the only one first, yep. and then you know, or the trendsetter things like that. So, man, I I think that is important. Being proactive. There aren't many uh, kids that see young business owners. Um, uh, that talk like or or look like them or express things like them and put things in perspective probably have um, the same experience that that they have and then when you share those things it's like dang like I could be like that too so it's motivating to me as well but it's definitely motivating when you see a kid's um, or or a person mind change and really realize man like. I should have did this a long time ago, or is it really that easy? And then when you're guiding them towards those steps and they really see it, man, like you will have, like, I think a more impact world. And then our, our community will actually, um, um, I think that benefit. benefit yeah, right? Of course. Definitely. Definitely. Yo, 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 y'all still there? Y'all still there? This thing on. <laughs> All right. Um, just make sure you go check out the store, man, 1914 Walton Way. Check out the little store. Uh, it's 1914 Walton Way, right in the corner of Mary Street. So, you know, walk down Walton Way. Go check that out. Don't pass the store. Don't play yourself. Make sure you check out the Fix Your Phone store on Peter Road as well. And also, make sure you check out Kobe Harris's show, or show he's a part of, rather, might I say, um, for better words, the Perspective Talk Show. And they talk about different topics every week. They got their own little... Uh, a question that they ask And it's a real dope show They go for about an hour And some change Every Wednesday at 9 So make sure y'all check that out He gonna say it later on the podcast If he ain't said it already But I wanna make sure I plug that in So y'all go check that out And uh, get back into this episode Let me know what you think man Um, When you When you When you When you go into these schools Was it ever hard Like Was it ever a situation When you came across Like maybe some kind of hardship Of maybe a program you wanted or kind of where you wanted to do it was kind of hindered because of how the school's rules are set up and how the school is set up doing things. Because I'm asking that question. I, I'm a part of the young um, LD mentoring group, and it's my man, Quentin. I, I actually will plug you in. That's how I'm yeah, at work. You come to the job. Okay. If you're there, I want to put you out to together sure. because he into that. He into trying to get the kids on the right path. Right, and, right, right, right. Um, it's hard to it's something it's hard for him to do because I think he like you got so many ideas. Right. It's hard to really plan out one when you got three ideas in your right. head, ten ideas in your head. So, I kind of, I think how you had it set up was good because I don't think he had no speaker to come. He'll talk, but he's talking from, you know, from his heart, but he's not a, not a motivational speaker. Somebody that sure. know when to, you know, it's like when you speak motivationally, you got to know when to pitch it, when to, yeah, yeah. how to pitch you, it. And I seen you do that plenty of times, yeah. so I know you know how to do it. Right. Uh, I want to get y'all two together because we went, we was going to Murphy. Mm-hmm. Now, your, your brother coached at Murphy, so you know how Murphy is, how yeah, the students right. are and where they come from. Murphy was so one of my they schools. They one of the most... Schools that people don't understand because they right, don't know where sure. they come from. They just saying when we were going through the school, teachers were saying, "Yeah, they bad." That's, right. that's what they were saying. Right, that's right, how right, they was right, talking. Right, like right, they right. bad. They bad. And I'm, I'm gonna say this story. I know people on podcast listen to. It, they heard it plenty of times. But it was one part we was in the. It was very end of the um tour, and we at the school. And this one dude he acting. He was acting out whatever. And they said, "Um, Quinn asking, hey man, I know you ain't acting. Now. What are you acting out for?" And it's just crazy because like it's a kid that's right. that's, that's, that's honest. He was like he looked, and I guess how you know everybody was just around him and stuff. He was like. Well, because I don't get no attention at home, so I, I come here and act sure. out so I can get attention. But it's like how he started tearing up. Like, you know he was telling the truth, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, How How much of, you think, if, if the school allowed, like, people like you or sure. just people that have a, a particular program to come in and do exactly how they want to do it, right. how more effective do you think these programs would be? 
Well, you you know, I think I think um, one of the problems that I ran into, I didn't have many problems doing the way I I doing the things I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. Um, I would come in there and uh, it, it. I mean, I would come in there and I I was like, let me get all the at risk students in one class. To them, like you said, they say the bad kids. Let me get them all in one class. They were like, "Sure, you want them all in one class?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want them all in one class, <laughs> right?" So, uh, five minutes, two minutes into it, all of them are quiet. I got a, I got a picture, um, just kind of showing you, like it's all like we were at Murphy. Uh, it's all bad kids, and all of them were quiet mm. the entire time I was talking. And and which is funny because that's how I developed the name cousin Kobe is because um, it's it's weird because in my mind I'm like bro like you you probably don't want to go by Kobe Harris or you probably don't want to go by this or go by that it's like and then one of the kids was like one of the bad kids it was like shut up cousin talking cousin you know what I'm saying like so he was like cousin Kobe cousin Kobe so that's 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 where the name kind of stuck but the thing is um, um, I think. For the teachers, there is a lot more. There's a stronghold on the teachers, on the educators. Um, there's not a stronghold on the mentees who actually want to come in. Because when I come in, I want to sit down with the principal. I want to I want to develop a plan. But I also want some type of barter. Like, don't expect me to come in and, like, I'm just going to be the hero of your your yeah, situation yeah. is like, and then when I'm walking through the halls, it's like kids or, or teachers like, oh, let me tell you about him today. Let me tell you about this. And it's like, that's that's damaging. That's not helping at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, for me, when I would do the program at Murphy in particular, I, I would meet them uh, uh, twice a week. And I would come in, and I would do girls, and then I would come in, and I would do boys, and then we'd get on the stage, and then we'd just talk about certain perspectives. We, we drew out our goals, we drew out, um, uh, we understood certain words, certain context, and I, and hopefully it was a seed of change because you can't really expect that you have the power to actually change people. True, true. true. Um, so in my mind, I was like, I'm just a farmer. All I'm supposed to do is pull back the grass, drop the seed in, put the grass back. I don't even get to choose when to water it. God does, so that's what I do. So with that mindset, it kept me going as far as the program, as far as the organization, and that's, and that's how I live today. I just dropped seeds. That was seeds. a dope analogy, though, because I yeah. was thinking about it just now, like, you said about the um about the kids getting the trade. That's that pretty much a seed in its own. Right. But like right. you said, you don't get to choose right. when to water it. Right. You um, just you just have to make sure because the problem is like the one kid you was talking about. It's like he's he he has his soil with no seeds. And that's that's basically what it is. And he's seeing no growth, he's seeing no progress, and life is not about that. Mm. Right? And 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 what I've learned in the troubling times that we went through the tragedies when, when Marcus died was that like, we were stuck on one loop. Like we were stuck on one level. Life was not changing. Certain things will happen around the same time. I would lose a job around the same time. A car would break down around the same time. Um, lights get cut off around the same time. Somebody die around the same time. Like all this was just looping. It was just, that was life for us. It was loop, 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 loop. And what I learned was like, hey, life is about levels. Only thing that's going to get you to the next level is information. That's it. It's not money. It's not material. It's not all, any of these other things that we make up to believe that this is why we don't have or this is 
what we need to get to the next level. It's information. Like what you're doing with your podcast, you're sharing information. That's the, that's the art of sharing information. The information is vital to your growth. When you take information, you value information the way that, that, that we do, and you share it with a young guy like that, that's life-changing. That's the seed of change for the young man. So he will always remember that. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then anything, somebody else come and say something, whether it's confirmation or something play onto that, he's going to remember. And then, ah, man, they used yeah. to say that. Cousin used to talk about that. So um, for them, it will actually grow them. But the power of change is information. That's dope. Um, when you um, I know you, I know you did a say no to average, and then I'm not you didn't you never I don't, I wouldn't say you ever stop, but I know you started doing the, the fix your phone. You want right. to you know right. uh, open up a store. Um, we talked about jumping early, and you said um, you know just about people. Some people were scared to jump, make that right. make that leap, right. and you you was like, well, you a jumper pretty much. You know, right. what I'm saying? Right. I don't know the character name from the movie Jumper, but that's definitely you. <laughs> um, how 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 hard was it to make that jump to leave where you worked for before? Right. And then just open your own business with that experience you got from that store. You know, um, see, uh, I'm a firm believer in making your next move your best move, right? Somebody said to me um, when I was working, I was working for Apple. Somebody was like, uh, one of a good uh, colleague of mine, he was saying, like, hey, look, I see you doing great things with your organization. Why don't you um, set up the organization where – um, companies will pay your organization, then you draw a salary from your organization. And I was like, "Dang! Like I, like I, I never even thought about it like that. Like that's <laughs> that's a great idea." So um, when I got that piece of information, that seed, that was my mission to make mm. sure companies like Apple paid my organization, and I drew a salary from the organization for the things that I'm doing in the community. And I was like, "All right, how am I going to do this?" So I researched and I stayed up all night, kind of figuring it out, just like I figured out how to create the organization and what's the best way, what's the fastest way to do it. And when I did that, I accomplished. It was like, "What else do you do?" So when I got that piece of motivation, I was like, "All right." Let's do it. Um, that was my goal. When I when I got enough funding to draw a salary from our organization, I was like, all right, now you need a proof of concept. Because as we talked about earlier, I was doing motivational speaking. We was talking about uh, sales. We were talking about maximizing life, just success, just everything, right? And to me, which I got three um, – um, three principles. One of those principles being like, don't take advice from anyone who doesn't have a proven concept, right? Mm. And to me, it was like I need a proven concept to prove people, prove to people that this works, yeah. right? So, fix your phone was that concept. The funny thing is, I had the idea eight years ago, and I let somebody talk me out of it, and then I acted on it. And when I acted on it, we we've done pretty well, um, and. I don't know. You know, we're growing. We, we're thinking about going to Grove Town soon. So um, as far as a second store. Oh, okay, be, so you're going to expand. Yeah. Like, also, I want to make sure everybody know we're recording right now in the Fix Your Phone store. Right. Um, and y'all, y'all fix phone, tablets, and computers. So it's not right. just your phone, but any right. pretty, pretty much bring your electronic here. Right, right, right. Um, that's dope. So when you um got your, I guess, a trade or some kind of um, background in coding, is that is that is it make it easier to fix people's things? No, nah, no. Nah. Coding coding was one of the reasons why I took um, the avenue of coding was uh, well, to program was to learn what because I'm all like you talked about with um, uh, your friend. Like I'm always I always got ideas and I needed education in that field. 
I tried to yeah. like doing it online. I tried uh, several different ways, and I was like, "Heck, this is not gonna work." So what I did was I actually went to school to understand. I, I didn't finish, by the way, but I, I I went there to understand how to code and how to program because I feel like that's the way to changing. That's one of the ways to changing our city and then even the world, right? Uh, impacting the world through technology. So, um, but. To answer your question with fixing the phones and things like that, I learned it on the job. I was working for one company, um, was a third-party Apple store. I worked for them several years, and, and we was doing it, um, like I said, eight, nine years ago when I had the idea. Like, mm. And I just never acted on actually doing it. And then when I, um, when I uh, actually m- made the move um, to Apple, Apple just kind of helped with the inside customer service, things like that, and building the brand, um, your presentation, everything. So it just made sense. So even though I had the idea maybe eight years ago, um, the certain parts of the ingredient of that seed wasn't there, and I needed that to develop what we have today. Well, um, your phone, I mean, your phone store, you opened it, it got off the ground. It seemed like it was doing well. Right. Um, I seen you come a little drop behind it one day. That kind of threw me off. I'm like, okay, he's getting to that bag. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to, I was like, okay. You said Just one man. swipe. And then and I think you swiped it, it didn't go. You're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know something. You swiped it again. It went, I said, okay, here we go. You know what I'm saying? He, he's getting bread. He's getting that money right now. Um, he's doing a little bit. You know, that, that was a big deal to me. I was like, okay, that's just behind it one day. That's cool. All right. Um, <laughs> I couldn't get over that the whole night. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Because that, that, that was that, that would hurt me a lot. Um, but with with even within that, uh, you used your business to build a, a bigger not bigger brand, but other right. brands. Right. Um, before I get into this perspective talk, I want to ask you how big how 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 important it is to you. We talk about Lavar Ball, right? What's your thoughts on him and how he branded? How how important is branding to you? Because we talk about shirts and getting the 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 wrist right, made. Right, right, right. See, I got the hat right now, more right. master's hat. But I've been doing like I've been doing that for my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I when I when I had the whole city know what's up thing. Right. That's because I felt like he wasn't getting the credit he deserved. Right, right. So I got it on my hat. I got it on my shirt. Right. Anything right. I went to Dawn Twenty Five the picture. Right, right. I branded it. Right, so right, right. You gotta right. ask me what this is. Right, right. And right. I, I know I could I know I could dress a little bit. I know right. I, I look good in right. stuff I wear. So you're gonna ask me what it is. Right, right, right. How important is that to you? And how, what's your thoughts on LeVar Ball? You, you know, I think it's, it's super important, man. I think, like, uh, I so later this year, I got a book coming out. It's called... Oh, uh, I'm talking about uh, it. I'm talking I, it's about called it. uh, Fan of Yourself, right? And and I was... It's, it's certain... It's two books that's coming out, but one of them is Fan of Yourself, right? And I and I think um, one thing that I run into, I see a lot of people that are miserable. Um, they're not in the most comfortable situations, and they're not confident in who they are. Right. Um, I was uh, reading T.D. Jake's book and T.D. Jake's was uh, in the book. He had his little story. He uh, he was in New York. This is when he was younger. He was in New York and uh, he got in the cab. African was driving the cab. And um, when he got in, he said he talked to the African. He was like, hey, can I can I tell you mind if I tell you something? He was like, yes, go ahead. He said, uh, I don't like Africans. This is what TDJ said to the Africans. Mm. And and the Africans said um, to him, he said, why? He said, uh, TDJ said, because the Africans are arrogant. And many times when we see Africans, we assume, we feel like they are arrogant and they have a certain yeah. way about yeah. them that's different from us. And the African replied to him, he said, 
that's because our fathers was never slaves. And it, it was just, it was, it was deep. Like that's because our fathers were never slaves. And, and, and that's, I guess that bridge the gap and hopefully that'll help people to understand why Africans are so different from American Africans. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, the thing is what I learned is having a lot of confidence in yourself. Having in co- having confidence in yourself, valuing who you are, and asking for what you are valued at, you know. And um, when it pertains to that, you you cannot know that, and then understand the brand that you have. You know what I'm saying? True, because true, because true. you can have a brand, and you'll be afraid to actually go out there and make the brand something because you don't understand your value or who you are. So the brand is vital, but the most important thing is awareness. So once you have awareness, then you can go and you can talk about expanding the brand or making the brand make sense and all that good stuff. But the branding is important. To LeVar Ball, man, I think a lot of people don't understand because it's new. It's a new thing. It's, it's, it's never heard of. Nobody's ever seen it. Um, we're so used to, we're still used to dads not be, even being we, that, at home. We spoke of earlier. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. dad's not even relevant at home. It's mom's and the kid's supposed to go and he's supposed to buy his mom a car and he's supposed to buy his mom a house. Oh, take that lucky like check and that, 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 that <laughs> and that's, check. And that's what he's supposed to do. But then again, you know, when I think about it, and I had this conversation with somebody the other day, when I think about it, uh, I remember when Bron came to the game. I think he had like a ninety million dollar deal. With, ninety million dollars with, with just Nike alone. This is not talking about any other endorsements. Didn't get had. drafted yet. And so the question I have for anybody who who begs to differ is if you can get ninety million, and Le- LeBron not even drafted yet, you can get ninety million. How much? Are they making off of that ninety million? That's true. Like that how much? And, and this is like and and then it was guaranteed. Like, yep. like they didn't know what LeBron was going to be to the NBA. That's true. They had no idea. They guaranteed to give this guy ninety million dollars. So what are they making off of that ninety million dollars? I can tell you one thing: it's probably not. 10 million that they're making it's off not, of not even way more than that <laughs> sure so so my thing is when you got somebody who understand who probably is a victim of being what they call i guess pimped um let me let me add this jay-z came into the game he created uh his agency because a lot of athletes was getting taken advantage of right so maybe he seeded this idea right you got lavar ball who was an athlete himself I think his his wife, um, athlete as well, who is probably a victim of the same situation, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, is is no secret on who's dominating in sports. You know, you got Serena, um, in tennis. You, I mean, is no secret on who's dominating in sports, right? All right. With that being said, if you can get a ninety million dollar contract. What is the money that you're making on top of that? I think Levar Ball understands very well what's going on. A lot of people misunderstand him and they think, oh, he's been in, he's in the way of this situation. This dude put out a five hundred dollar shoe, right? Yep, crazy, ridiculous. I wouldn't buy the shoe. Matter of fact, if I had the money, I probably would buy the shoe because I I would support. But the thing is, yeah, you dropping five hundred every now and then. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look, I would, I would, I would definitely support because I get the longevity of the idea, and this is like we talked about seeds, right? So he asked Nike, he asked Under Arm, and he asked Adidas for one billion dollars um, before 
Lonzo get a, get drafted, right? We we see the Lakers got a second round pick, um, well second draft pick in the first round. We already know who they interested in. Yeah, it's not right, even a yeah. question. Not like a question. it's not a question though who they're interested. <laughs> right. All right. So now they declined him, and then he said the price going up to three billion dollars. Right. So now he's at the three bill. To me, I supported a hundred percent because. It goes back to that first question. If I can offer you 90, how much am I making off of it? That's, that's and, and I believe that somebody's going to make a deal with LeVar Ball and the Ball family. Um, he's not talking out of his mind. At the surface, when people look at it, they're looking like, oh, this dude is crazy. He's in the way. He's making things worse for his son. Yeah. Absolutely not, because I love the idea that this is probably the first in the history illustration. Well, probably not the first, but one of the few um, in history that we've seen a father speaking on behalf of his sons. And actually proving, doing the work. Yeah. Like, this yeah. dude, is he's on ESPN, he's on First Take, he's on all these other shows, and, and he's making his mark. He's making his, fun, his son even more famous, right? Yeah. He's making himself even more famous. He's selling shoes. To me, that's a slap in the face because um, you sell a $500 shoe. $500 shoe. There's no other shoe on the market that's selling at that price. Even if he come down, he would then make it competitive yeah. <laughs> to yeah. all the other yeah. shoes that are yeah. hot on the market yeah. when he's he's sold thousands. And then what happens if Zoe come in and they win? Like what happens? Yeah, I'm up from there. <laughs> like, like so, so for me, like I understand it wholeheartedly, just like I understand, uh, I understood. What Kanye was talking about, I understand certain things. I understand the strange things. And a lot of people are so distracted, they don't notice it. So they're scraping the surface of the real issue or the root yeah. of the real yeah. problem. And then what they, oh, man, he's crazy. So I get it. And um, we'll see what happened with that. All right. Yep, it's me. I'm back again. Um, I actually do want to ask a question real quick before I, before I let the um, podcast finish itself out. If you don't know, I actually was doing 20-minute increments, so it's kind of why you hear me again. But whatever. Um, I want to know to all my listeners if y'all would buy shirts. If I made this shirt, would y'all buy shirts? I want to do pre-orders on some shirts so I could get the word out and just – I'm trying to make this a brand kind of – and I brand myself a well, but I know people that will watch, you know, uh, wear the shirt – uh, wear certain apparel with, that I, I will make or whatever the case may be. Just let me know. I want to know if I can get some pre-orders in so I can get these shirts made and and um get some apparel made, whether it's hats or shirt. A lot of people like the hat. Um, the hats they're not expensive, but they're not like cheap, so I can just throw away hats or whatever the case may be. But let me know. Hit me up on my email. Uh, more tt masters at gmail dot com. Also, the Facebook more than masters Facebook like the Facebook page. Share this. Send it out. Everything. But um, but, but how did you come up with the perspective talk? I want to make sure I get that before um, you know, we finish because I want to make sure. Sure. My thing with with that is like I I didn't I didn't know about any live shows until then, right? Yeah. I ain't know of many live shows. I'll say until then. Uh-huh. Um, but I watched y'all because I know man you, I know you, right. and then I watched the show and I actually you know enjoyed the show. I talk about great topics. Right, right, and right. My, my, one of my favorite words is perspective. I feel like everything is <laughs> your perspective. Like right. everything, no matter right. what you think about, it's, right. it's perspective, how you look at it. Sure, When sure. somebody, when, when, you, when you lose your phone, somebody gains a phone probably. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right, like, oh, right. I, that's how you look at it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, 
how did that come about, and what made you actually want to continue on doing that? And this show is doing very well. If I'm yeah, mistaken. yeah, it's doing it's doing pretty good, man. Um, uh, so we did, and and with with the branding, um, a thing you just mentioned, um, we just we're going through a transition in the branding because um, I didn't know so many people watched it. I, I just had no idea. It was like. You know, we did a call in and then people were actually calling from other cities. And I was like, yo, like other states. And I was like, is this real? Um, we gave away some shirts after the branding process. We're still going through it. But we did some perspective talk shirts and uh, we gave away some shirts. Right. Uh, we had uh, one from here. One was in North Carolina and one was all the way from um, uh, Pennsylvania. And I was like, what? Like. This happens. <laughs> so so anyway, it is it is doing pretty good. So perspective talk started with just myself. Um I would have conversations with with people and and we would we would talk um just having conversation, just just gaining the perspective. Someone someone would be mad about an issue, and then they'll bring it to me, and then I'll give them a totally different perspective than what they had, and then it would kind of open up their mind to be open to whatever, whether yeah, whatever the subject yeah, yeah, matter yeah. is. And um, so it started with just myself, and I was like, all right. Once we got the store open, I was like, let me do it from the store and let's see what happens. Do something consistent. So I brought a few people on and. Just certain things didn't feel right. Then um, I knew that I was going to bring E and Q on. Uh, It was just about timing. And then we actually brought them on, and it it just went haywire. It was like, all right, this is it. It feels right. So Perspective Talk, it just started with me just having the conversations or giving people perspectives on whatever subject matter was out there. And then it grew into this actual talk show on Facebook live, which is weird because I had no expectations on what it was going to be. It was just a thing to kind of do. Yeah. So now, um, I mean, when we talk about issues or talk about different things pertaining to relationships and I, I, I'll throw this in there. Um, one of the one of the main reasons why I took it and made it about relationships is because I got a relationship book coming out and I and I knew that it was going to be hard for people to understand or to see that this guy is talking about relationships yeah. when he's usually motivating me or he's usually doing this and doing that so I had to I had to kind of push that out for them to see me as a relationship really guru. Mean, yeah as well, right? And and with that, it's easier for me to go um, when the timing is right to sell a hundred books right off the bat because my goal is to become a bestseller. And if that is not in place, it just won't happen. Yeah, but I mean, still, you can still say you're author and you got a book. That's just, <laughs> right? You're doing a lot. Oh, you're the books, are, the you're books, the books ready. But see, the thing is, it's just, um, you know, I'm learning. I'm learning, man. Like I, I had a date for the book. I missed the date. Well, the it was it's July seventh, but I'm not gonna do it July seventh because I have to have certain things in play before that happens. Yeah, but I, but I'm all I'm all about that. But yeah, you know, I I think it's it is uh, um, important that more of us become authors, things like that. Um, especially being a kid who didn't graduate from college. Um, who barely graduated from high school and things like that. Cool, like, <laughs> yeah, right. So when they see that, when they see that, they like, yo, I could, I could do that. But it's easier to write a book more than people think. Like I'm the code cracker. Like I figure out how easy things are and I just take it 
and and I don't know, you know, kind of re reinvent things. But cousin Kobe Cold Cracker, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but um, so just tell them like where where, where they can find you. Um, also I want to say um, just shout them out real quick. Um, Emmanuel was on the show, right? As well as Emmanuel his wife. and his wife, wife Q. Butler. That's why I think it's so dope. You got a right. couple on the show, right? Right. That's dope. Yeah. And then the cool thing is like, but it worked better than I thought it was. Like. Like, I was like, all right, they got the following. That's a great, right? But the chemistry is just crazy. Um, their chemistry, um, I think they they set the standard um, for new couples for the future. Because they got their own little thing they do on the side right, as well. Right, yeah. right, They Hell They yeah. do set the standard. And, um, you know, everybody wants to wants to have that best friend type of vibe. You remember that when everybody was – on on the book talking about oh my best friend I married my best friend things oh, yeah, like that yeah. man these these guys like they are they are super close they're open and um man I don't know it's just the chemistry is just right when it pertains to the show and people love it they laugh at us they enjoy it um you, you get people that get a good perspective from it it I mean it works and perspective talk has actually seeded several different i've seen organizations be created from perspective talk i've seen different things be created from perspective talk more than what i even would have thought it was going to be but i don't know man the thing it worked it worked um and who knows where a lot of these ideas come from man <laughs> yeah I, I was i would assume it's just everyday things you could watch right. the show right that's the that's dope thing about this about y'all show because like I said, everything is perspective. Y'all can have a topic, and y'all can just all have different views on it. Right, you know right. You don't have to be right. Like you right. said, you don't do boxes. That's the best way to be unboxed. <laughs> Say perspective. Right. The box go away. Right. Anybody can have a different perspective on it. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I thought that was dope. And I'll be honest with you, like I don't watch a lot of live shows. I don't watch a lot of, but like the, if the topic it, it, it comes to me, like, I like the topic, I'll watch it. Right. Like, you and the man, y'all know y'all, so I always right. support y'all and everything I do. So, um, that's that's. I just, I just like the fact you do it. And then you do it from the store. Like, right. I always tell people, like, if you're doing something, try to, you have to mix your brand, but try to make sure, <laughs> right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? You, yeah, yeah, One kind of doing the, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing the, say, say you're on the average. Right. But then you got this, the business. So you can do your business. Like you said, you can donate to your, say right. on the average, and do that. Right. It don't get no smarter than that. I don't right. understand, like, why you need to do any other, like, right. and it, and you kind of, you actually kind of can, you need to make a book on that. <laughs> the right. book need to call. What's that thing you say? Five three. What's it called? What you said? You got it. Something for the organization. You call it something. You need to get that. Oh, five one c three. Definitely, you got a book just called that because I don't think people know about that. Like you said, people say they got an organization, they got a they got a company, got a business, right? But they don't they don't have one. It just it's in right. their mind. Well, and you know what, man? It's I guess, man. They've been other people have been doing it all this time, man. And and it's not like. Many times, like I told you, I'm, I'm simple. Like, like, I'm not reinventing the wheel. You know, it's like people haven't been doing this. But the problem is, like, because we're spiritually rooted people, we won't watch them and we won't look at them and we'll think certain things are unethical and we'll think, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And it's yeah. like, but that's one of the reasons why our community is as behind as it is. That's one of the reasons why our, our schools are suffering the way that they are. Here's, a, here's one thing I, I'm going to paint out for you, um, for a lot of people. Somebody said this. When I left Apple, it was talking to a friend of mine. They didn't know it was going to get back to me, but it was, like, um, <laughs> it was like, 
I thought, what is he doing? He opening the store. Like, I thought he was doing say no to average. Like, what happened with that? So what happens is people only think you could be associated with one thing, yeah. right? And uh, as you've seen, like, I'm on all kind of things, and people be like, ah, oh, man, you got a lot going on. You got a book coming out. You got this organization. You got store. You got you got this show. You got this and that. It's like, listen, I'm, I'm telling people that all you have to do is use your time. You got 24 hours in a day. Like, use your time um, and grind. Like, that's it's it's that simple. You have, like, I got a shirt that's coming out. It's a, it's a grind shirt. You're going to love this. Um, it looks like a um, um, uh, a symbol from the periodic table. Okay. Um, it got 24 at the top, GR in the middle, and at the bottom it has 884,600 and some seconds. Right. And it has grind in it. So GR is for grind. But it, the idea is to let people know. It's like um, somebody was asking me the other day. It was like, man, like, I don't ever see you celebrate or I don't ever see you do this. Dude. Like, I, I accept the small wins and things like that. But it's, <laughs> it's so many. It's so many. Like, it's so much work to do. You know what I'm saying? You, put you was like. Y'all celebrating for something. I know it was something. I was like, yo, he's about to kill everybody move today, boy. <laughs> right. Like, why are we celebrating? It was something like that. Yeah, that it's like, I don't, I don't get it. It's like, 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 like we finished. Like yeah, we finished exactly. Yeah. Like, you celebrating like we won. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't won yet. Like, like the gu- it's not over. Like, why are you still celebrating? Yeah, I was like, but you know what? That's, that's what happened with us. We get so distracted and celebrating. I had to tell somebody that I was, uh, um, advising I was like She was like She's going on uh, A vacation I was like Alright So When you go on vacation It usually takes you a week To get back In the game Right It's just like sales If if you stop selling For one week um, Then You're going to have to do At least two weeks Of hard selling To get yeah. caught back up And if you mess around And make that le- Next week come out um, And you not You not um you don't put in the work. That's a whole month that you'd have missed out on your sales. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing on the grind. Like you cannot let up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get it. You take your vacation. I take my one vacation a year, but listen, cause I had to do it for my family. But at the end of the day, like I'm not the one out. You, you don't catch me in the clubs. You don't catch me uh, socializing as much. It's because there's so much work to do. Right. And then when you got a lot going on and you trying to be the next whatever then you have to focus on that and that has to be the most important so for some people yeah when when um when they see they like bro you got this going on you got that going on but what they don't understand is it all comes back together one of the reasons why like i said fix your phone was a was a proof of concept is because we we've talked about this and you've had you've you've heard people say this for years ah man they work in richmond county they leave and go live in Columbia County. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people would say things like that, but they don't have solutions. See, I'm not the one with the complaining brigade. I'm not getting on that bus. I'm the one. I'm I'm solutions. All right, here are some of the solutions that we're going to provide in order to make this work. So my goal is I'm going to provide a service for you that I know everybody needs, and I'm going to come into your city, and I'm going to get the money from your city, and then I'm going to take it back and put it in my own city. Right. And as I put in after I put it in my own city and I got the people behind me, the first thing that I'm going to do is only support one school because I want to reinstill the values of the village because we we point at the church. We point at the parents. We point at the schools. We point at all these other entities that make up the entire village. All of it is the village together. So 
why are we pointing out entities and making them um, the the fault? What happens when we do that? We give us reason to sit down and not address the issue. So me, I'm going to like reinforce the village. There's a few kinks in the chain. By doing that, using money, of course, investing back into my city, if I impact one school and set the standard, then we can erase the idea of magnet schools because you go into any any uh, other county or any other uh, – Columbia County don't have magnet schools. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like, know that. You're like Richmond County – Got magnet schools. I don't. I don't get the idea. Every school should be a, a magnet school. Every school should set the standard, and the magnet school should set the standard for all schools. Only way we're going to do that if you reinvest back into your city, adopt one school, start there. You don't have to do this magnificent, extravagant change. All you have to do is start with one, seed the change, and then who knows what will happen. That might be what the book. Need to be called seed the change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look, I'm glad. I'm glad to take that take that seed of growth right there. Yeah, um, that might be it, bro. It's Kobe Harris, man. Um, this is dope. I like the episode, man. It's good. <laughs> yeah, this vibes right here. I told you, that. And, you know, people in a podcast. Um, you gonna like it like this because when you, especially when you just alone too. Right, right, right. Like you get you get the best. Right. You know what I'm saying sometimes right. it's a lot of distractions around. It's hard to really get sure. the best of people. Yeah. But I feel like this was this was dope. This is good. And then the funny thing is, I feel like we could we could have spoke for another hour. You know? What yeah. Man? No, we so, definitely can, man. We might um, need to do a part two on them. You know, I, I, see I, what kind of happens. Part two and part two has yeah. been absolutely great. So, right, um, right. I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. You know no, what I'm saying? Man, Y'all make sure you. Y'all look out for Perspective Talk on Facebook Live uh, Mondays at nine. Wednesday, right? Wednesday, Wednesday at nine. Um, Wednesdays at nine. Uh, look up your boy, cousin Kobe. You you can pull up say no to average um, on any um, social media platform. We're we're there. You can kind of follow or kind of see what we got going on. It's S A Y N O the number two and then A V G as a uh, abbreviation of say no to average. But um, yeah, you can pull us up. But Perspective Talk is is a is a great show. Anybody would love it. Um, one of the reasons we do it at nine is so like you put the kids a bit because we talk so, about so some grown real stuff. Show. Grown, yeah, we talk about some grown stuff. It's maturity um, level kind yeah, of show. Yeah, in relationships. Uh, one of the topics um, I can think of right off their head is um, uh, can a man be stolen? Like oh, that was one of the things oh, yeah, we yeah, had people yeah. calling about. Like I, 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 I think we'll never be settled. On that, um, it's all about perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it is, um, but it's topics like that. We talk about parenting. We definitely talk about um, all types of relationships. I think anybody listening to my show would, would would love your show. Right, right. Yeah, right. y'all always want y'all always want video. This is this is a show to watch. Right, right, man. So I appreciate you for coming on, man. More the Masters you, podcast. Man. I make sure y'all go check out Perspective Talk. Make sure y'all come to fix your phone on Peter Road. Thirty-three fifty, Peach Orchard Road. Check us out. Bring your tablet, your phone, or your computer here. You know what I'm saying? And ask for cousin Kobe for some motivational <laughs> words. You know, <laughs> more than masters podcast, man. <laughs>